What is up, my gaggle of geeks? Or should I say, Waza? Because today we're going to be talking about the films of the year 2000. It is now uh, a horrible year that we've had to deal with. So we're getting the hell out of 2020. We're done with it. And we're moving in to the year 2000, where we had simpler things to worry about, like Y2K. And speaking of Y2K, Chaz Evans is with us. How are you, my man? Uh, good. I, I don't know why you think Y2K reminds, reminds you of me. No, I, I don't know. I, you have a that gets I, in my your background. background. I don't. I don't. The know. End of the world. It's oh, two thousand. It was Y2K. the year. It was the year of the Mohawks. It was the year of the, bleach tips. I thought you. Yes, that's exactly what I heard from you <laughs> just then. But this was also the year where we had the coolest of cool people, and we have somebody with us that I consider cooler than, at least than myself. Jay Moore, how's it going, my man? And I'm doing all right, man. You know, I had to come over here and say what's up to everybody, you know. Got an oh album coming God. out soon and, you know, drinking my crown royal, you know, I do my okay. thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is so worth not being live at first. You don't know the pain, <laughs> people, that we've all had to endure. The yells through muted mics that I've had to scream because <laughs> they couldn't work. But I'm glad that, you know what, we have dial-up, you know, it's hard enough to get on the internet in the year 2000, let alone try to do what we're doing right now. This, this is crazy, right? Yeah, I had, to, I had to kick my grandparents off the internet so I could get on. Has anybody gotten that XB goodness yet, or is that not out? I don't know. I'm still on 95. Is. is it 98? 98 might be the new one. I let my publicist take care of all that stuff. <laughs> you do. do you have a phone in your limo? I got one of those. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, I actually got my first, I got the first, uh, the first photo phone, the camera phone. Oh, well, there you go. The no, so. the, the big one, the big, flips. the Nokia. And it has the snake on flips. it, dude. Fucking snake. Oh man. Well, uh, you know, I am I excited. With my two way pager doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're in for a wild ride and let's start it off with, Talking about where we were in the year 2000, did you buy the hype of Y2KJ when it started? No, I I, I didn't, um, mostly because uh, I don't believe in hoax. And I was a tech guy then, too, so I kind of knew that it kind of wasn't. Uh, I should probably change this now. <laughs> I feel like I'm No, man. Right you, you've Keep committed it. to the character. I like all it. Right, I, all right, I'm committing to it. Um, no, I, I actually, I didn't buy into the hype of Y2K when they were talking about end of the world, as you know it, because it was either going to end or it wasn't and nothing happened like everyone thought it wasn't. So I just went to sleep afterwards. And then I woke up the next morning and had breakfast with my family. That was pretty much it. It was just another day in the Moore household. You know what I mean? So, um, mm -hmm. you know, and plus I was just getting ready to start high school. So, you know, I was a freshman then. So, oh, very um, cool. Well, Chaz, you were a little you were a little younger than all of us in this case. Do you were you even you know cognizant enough to be like, oh, this this is happening? Yeah, I was actually my uh, kindergarten year, my first year in kindergarten. Oh, there so you go. I was five. I was like five, turning six almost. So yeah, I was born. I was born ninety four to give some context, but um, nice. I don't remember much of it though, to be honest with you. I remember the tornado that hit Salt Lake in ninety nine, um, but I don't. Remember oh yeah, we. Oh yeah, I remember, remember yeah. that the Delta yeah. Center getting torn up that was yeah. that was a crazy time that yeah. was in the year 2000 
That was that was ninety nine. That was ninety nine. That was ninety nine. I don't remember two thousand. That's what I'm saying. I, I, Man, like, we're in the future. We're not in ninety nine. We're in the future. We're in two thousand. All right. Um, Anything I, I, can happen. I do recall um, my babysitter's uh, kids having a lot of like pop bands, like Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and InSync plastered all over the walls. Um, I remember a lot of interesting music, but uh, and 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 yeah, yeah. That's well. We're not here to talk about music, my friend. We're here to talk about movies. Yes, and we you are. posed a couple questions to me that I think we need to dedicate a full hour to. What were the best films of 2000? What were the worst films of 2000? And what are the ones that are unsung heroes that maybe later on we've come to cherish as cult classics or or what you have what have it? So I guess the best way to start this is just by talking about the films that you enjoyed. So Jay. Let's start with you. What were some of the movies that you liked? And let's all just bounce off and oh, give ideas for it. Yeah. Oh, 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 what were what were the films that you were going to theaters for, man? Uh man, uh first and foremost, X-Men. Um, X-Men was definitely a, a movie that I was definitely interested in. When How did I know we were gonna start out. with X-Men? Of course, <laughs> in 2000, I mean, we we're gonna start with X-Men. Well, I mean, you can't because that was one of the biggest blockbusters of 2000. That set the string technically for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not a lot of people want to give that credit, but it's the truth. You know, people want to say either it was Blade or it was something else. No, it, it honestly, it was X-Men. Um, and that's just following the cartoon that ended in 1998, I believe it was, on Fox Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch Fox Kids too. So, you know... that there was a lot in X-Men, you know what I mean? So um, between X-Men, I definitely went to the theater to go see Gladiator. That was one of my choices that I I did go see with my dad and we both thoroughly enjoyed that. I thought Russell Crowe did a great job in that movie. Um, well, hey, let's let's start with X-Men. Like we all need to go around the round table and talk about it, right? uh, All right. So first of all, X-Men absolutely was the film that kicked off a lot of big ideas in the superhero genre. There was Superman, there's your Batman films, but they were really solo. There was never an ensemble cast that worked in a superhero film. And X-Men did that. Hugh Jackman is one of the craziest castings because it happened so quickly. It was just like Michael J. Fox with Back to the Future where they had already even had somebody picked and then they threw him in last minute. And he arguably that's the most iconic superhero actor combo. Like you cannot separate one without the other. And they still haven't even attempted from what we understand, at least. You're absolutely correct. Chaz, what else about X-Men can we say? I mean, it's it really has all of the staples that you come to like, even at this point, consider tropes in the superhero genre. Yeah, well, your y- boy being so young at that time, uh, that was actually the movie to go to for birthdays. Um, all, all the kids in neighborhoods would want to go see that. And uh, it was actually one of my first theatrical experiences I can recall. And Wolverine really? was the shit that year to be for Halloween. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, no, X Men's great. Um, I love Wolverine. That that was my favorite. And like the one image that sticks to me the most, besides Sabretooth, because like I thought Sabretooth in that movie is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like at the very end of that movie, the, the thing that stuck to me the most is when he's uh, trying to penetrate that magnetic field. You know? Well, why'd you have to say penetrate <laughs> like that? <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's trying to penetrate it right with his claws. But like his claws bend, bend essentially, and like I just remember being so disturbed by that, and so that was one of my first theatrical theatrical experiences at like six, five or six, however old I was. There are two. There are two polar opposite emotions I had with X Men, and we can talk about Rebecca Romaine as long as we'd like to talk about her. 
No, is that Andrew. Mystique? That's Mystique, correct? Yeah, yes, it's Mystique. <laughs> and yes. then we can also talk about um, the grossest scene, I would argue, is that Goopy Man. Ru- oh, who was that? Was that Rucker? The senator. Who's, yes, yes. Who's the actor that played him? I, I want to say Rucker Howard, but I know I'm wrong. Uh, it was someone to similar to that character, right? He he turned into this gelatinous, goopy stuff for him to bend through those bars. The way that they did that prosthetic look still burns in my skull as one of the creepiest things in, in one of those films. It was a fantastic movie, though. Like, they, they definitely had... Let's talk about the... the Look, t- 2000s, nothing's dated. So let's talk about if, I know, further down the road, things might be dated. I think the leather outfits might... At that point, you know, leather was cool, man. And they couldn't do yellow spandex. And they made a point of that. But they had leather-clad everything. That's that's hilarious. The difference of what we're looking at now compared to then. Uh, Bruce David uh, Davison played Robert Kelly, Senator mm. Kelly. Thank you for that. Yes, I, he was terrific in that role, and he did return in X two as well, uh, being kind of post by Mystique. But and Rebecca Romaine, the first time that she like does that scale filter through. Oh yeah, that tell was... me that wasn't like the coolest effect that you've seen in a superhero film, but also like as a kid. It it just it it's a little bit uh it's it, I don't I don't know. I think her eyes always freak me the fuck out. Um, it was very haunting, like she's staring into your soul on the big screen. I kind of got that same thing, but I didn't mind it so much as her skin. This Patrick is right, man. Like the scale, man. You'd... It was so hot. No, it was awesome though. Uh, it was dope. And, and... Talk about Anna Paquin and her uh, rogue effects whenever she touched Wolverine. The stakes really felt real in this movie, particularly when it came to her. And and you had Bobby that was kind of in there. And And, and here's here's something crazy, too. You got to remember, X-Men was coming after the Matrix with the bullet stop thing. So when you see Wolverine on the top of, what is the Statue of Liberty, when he grabs it with his claw and comes back around and does the whole thing, you got to remember, all that was adopted from The Matrix. I well, that's that. a terrific segue, because didn't The Matrix come out in 2000? It nope, that came out in 99. Don't that's not fucking a segue. That what up. am I talking about? <laughs> no. Um, as much also, as I, I, I want to say something real quick, it. though. Um, this I didn't realize this in the year 2000, but, you know, as you get older, you kind of realize who played who. Uh, the fact that Ray Park played Toad, and yes. he, was, he was in 1999's version of star wars as darth maul which was another huge movie i remember seeing yes and connecting those dots that was kind of like one of the actors that i realized like oh my god like he's been multiple stuff like back in the day you know what i mean it was a career definer yeah he was busy well there were many other career definers in 2000 so let's break it up and, and just go through different ideas with this who who really had the best career in the year 2000 that you would Sandra say. Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Let's talk about why. What film? And I think Miss I know. Kinegi- Miss Miss Kinegiality. Miss Kinegiality. That's so good. So good. Miss Congeniality was my pick for underrated film. That wasn't my pick. That was not my but pick But I have either. to reveal it. I have to say it now. My... Talk about it, guys. Please. No. I, I, I don't know if I can get behind it. And I didn't even watch it, to be honest. Oh, what? dude, dude. Okay, Patrick, I watched that with my mom. She rented that from Blockbuster because Blockbuster was a huge fucking thing then, right? That she, Hollywood video. Yep, yep. 
She, she oh, rented that, way, and we watched that mention? on VHS. I got VHS. my stuff from Blockbuster. <laughs> I was going oh, to tell you guys that I brought my, my stuff. Like, we've got some great movies in here. And I'll oh, bring them right. out later. I just wanted to make sure that we called attention. I completely forgot about it. Please continue. Mm. But that, that, that was one of my favorite movies watching with my mom. Like, that's actually a movie. That's one of my first movies I remember watching with her that wasn't um, sad. It's another it was movie one of the first female empowerment films I ever saw. Yeah, I would say Sandra Bullock is one of those actresses that has always been at the higher caliber of acting. I don't know why she's not mentioned in the same line as like Amy Adams or um, even even like Helen Mirren or or any of the classics. She really is that good. And this movie, she elevated it to so many new heights, especially like didn't you love William Shatner being in there? I got to mention my namesake for it. William Shatner. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like. So many silly things in the movie. And there was also career definers for that uh, inside of that film. Um, who was the s- supporting actress that, actress that was in it? Wait, Miss Congeniality? Wait, never mind. I did see that. It was Aaron Brockovich that I did not see. I'm sorry. I need to read uh, Aaron Brockovich. I haven't seen that either. Do you have you anything for that, Chaz? Aaron Brockovich? I've not never even heard of that. <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> I've Oh, that's Julia Roberts. Candace Bergen was in Miss Congeniality. Oh, man. I love it. Well, where's the segue from Congeniality? Dude, Where's Um, My Car came out in 2000s. You talk about the stupid films. The stupid films that somehow made quite a bit of money because of how dumb they were. Is that fair to say or is that mean? No, that is very fair to say because Coyote Ugly is one of them. Coyote Ugly. There's an, there's your next name drop. Coyote Ugly was one of those films. It's like uh, I don't know about this. It was but. Oh, a scary was... scary movie. It introduced a whole new parody take, you know, because we had the oh Naked Gun before God. that and Airplane, uh, oh. and even Hot Shots in the '90s, right, with uh, Charlie Sheen. But I think Scary Movie was the new the new satirical parody take on movies for the millennia. That's true, and also mm. you know we can't forget about Little Nicky. I mean, <laughs> that was one of the first stepping stones with Adam Sandler that did not connect with most audiences. Right. You you had to have been a real, real nerd to connect. Well, let's review these real quick. We land, we listed off a few. So starting with Duber's My Car, I, I honestly would say this is one of those that's probably dated when you look at it now. That's oh, awful. Yeah, yeah. Ashton Kutcher, if you still like him, you know, Sean William Scott had it has been all of, he's like the herpes of the 2000s he's in every film <laughs> and he's just like ah! and it's like shit it's Sean William Scott okay but let's go over yeah. to a scary movie I honestly didn't mind the first one I think they they went downhill when they got to four but I like that what do you guys think I love scary movie I love the first one scream was one of my uh it's actually one of my favorite horror films like especially when I got more into horror I, films so it was kind of nice reflecting on that it was good for me uh, yeah. It was it was it was one of those movies that I could laugh at when there was nothing else on TV. You know what I mean? Like mm, yeah, for you know, me personally, they were starter franchises, and so was Final Destination, which is another name job. Boom! Right. What do we think of Final Destination in the series? Fucking Didn't watch it. Don't do scary movies, man. I like them. I like Final it. Ter- it terrified me. The the concept yeah. terrified me. Um, let's talk about also uh, meet the parents. Meet the yes. parents. Start a franchise starter in that one of the one of the few films where Robert De Niro like shows a whole different acting side that, that works perfectly. Yep. Right. Oh, so good. It was definitely good. Circle um, of Trust. This is we you. can also talk about Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, no, yeah, we don't. Too. 
With the doves? Dude, are you kidding me? The Dude, doves in slow that, motion motorcycles? Is that motorcycle is that, scene? Is that the guy John Woo that did it? Yes. Uh, yeah, John Woo did this one. And dude, dude that motorcycle scene in the on, sand. Like, the Fuck yeah, dude. And Metallica mm. appeared in that. Oh, Napster. Metallica and Napster is a whole other thing. But like, dude, the fact that like Metallica did a music video for Mission Impossible. By the way, that was at the end of the VHS for Mission Impossible. And my parents used to watch that like 24-7 for whatever reason. Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage. Is that well, one? Hey, hold on, hold on. No, no, I need no, to no, know no, what we both of there. your uh, um, underrated films were, okay? Ooh, okay. Let's start with Ooh. Chaz. What was your underrated film? Uh, it's going to be Danny Boyle's Pitch Black. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Please elaborate on it and, and give your review. Um, I remember watching, that's one of the first R-rated yes. movies I watched with my dad. Uh, he would actually have to cover my eyes because he's like, you know, it's, it's scary. And like, I remember hearing the, the sounds of like the creatures tearing these people apart or whatever. Um, and it's actually, uh, after watching <laughs> the sequels to it, it actually has like a whole concept to it. That's kind of cool and like a really interesting take on a different universe, you know, so... Um, yeah, dude, pitch black slaps, especially the sense he could see so well in the, in the darkness, you know, and like they, the, the effects of that were kind of cheesy for 2000, but like the concept is really fucking cool. So very good. What about you, Jay? I have two movies and I had the, the reason why I have two movies, they sit in the same category for me. Um, one of them is Tom Hanks and Castaway. Um, I, I absolutely love it. It makes me cry, especially when the volleyball goes into a different part. And then uh, the other movie I chose was uh, Men of Honor with Cuba Goody Jr. And uh, I believe it's Robert De Niro. Okay, very good. Um, Yeah, those two are literally uh, side by side. Uh, It's about uh, Cuba Goody Jr.'s character is the first African-American Navy diver in the United States Navy. Mm, Okay. uh, It's during uh, Jim Crow era. Oh, gotcha. It is definitely good. And he beats all the odds. He loses a leg and it, it, it's good. It's, it's good. You, you definitely, it's one of those movies that the two hours and nine minutes that you're sitting and watching the movie, you are enticed by. You get angry, you get sad, you get happy, you get all the feels in this movie. Um, definitely one of my top picks. Well, there are honorable mentions that we have for the underrated films that I believe exist. Who has seen Keanu Reeves in The Replacements? Has anyone seen this film? I have oh, seen The Replacements. I love it, The Replacements. Anytime that comes on TV, I am already sitting in the chair watching it. It's, I stop it, what I'm doing. It's so give, good. Give me the elevator pitch. Uh, during a pro football strike, the owners hire substitute players. That's really all you need. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's all it, you need. And, and Keanu Reeves is a retired football player that's coming back into it. And it's just a bunch of mis- mishaps people. It's like the Suicide isn't Squad. G- isn't Gene Hackman football. in that movie as well? Gene Hackman is one of the leaders in it. Yeah, it's one one of his last films that he did as well. Right. One of his last films. And let's also talk about, for me, Bring It On. I loved Bring It On. Come on. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah! But here's the thing. I didn't didn't see Bring It On until after I saw Spider-Man, like, 2. It's like a few years after that because I had a huge uh, little boy crush on Kirsten Dunst. Okay. I'll, I'll be honest. I... I only watched part of the movie because I was all about Gabrielle Union. Mm. Um, you know, until I hey, saw Deliverance from Evil. Same, same here. <laughs> so, There's a reason know, I said um, I liked it. Um, but uh, to kind of pull away from bringing it on real quick, 
Remember the Titans with Denzel Washington also came out that year. Oh, my God. What every kid watched in middle and high school, whenever they wanted to talk about race and not really talk about race. Right. <laughs> and But there was also one other one. It's a George Clooney movie. It is uh, with uh, The Perfect Storm. That's correct, yeah. Ah. The See, I, I, I watched was, that for the first time good. a couple weeks ago, or not, a couple months ago, actually. Uh, I believe Mark Wahlberg was also in that movie as well. Give your elevator pitch. And, what is it? Um, a band of guys get on a boat. They're they're fishers. They're fishermen. They they get on a boat and uh, they're going fishing out in their boat to catch fish to bring back, you know, for uh, the catch of the season and stuff like that. And they get caught up in a storm that they don't come back from. Not just a storm. Three storms. Three storms. Interesting. Yeah, and it's based on a true story. And it's based on a true story. Yes, that is correct. Well, you know, so. the Emperor's New Groove also came out in two thousand, which is one of the more okay. memeable memes that has was come that two thousand one. No, that was two thousand. No, but let's let's talk about memes. What what film has been memed the hardest from the year two thousand? Would you say? I don't know what memes are, but let's talk about that. Um. <laughs> I could see me parents being it. I could see. I think Emperor's New Groove is probably the best one. Castaways on there. Castaways on there. How the Grinch uh, Stole Christmas could be. Oh, uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Well, yeah, that's another starter because this was this was uh, M Night at his highest game. You know, this right. Was right after. Uh, oh shoot, Six Sense. I mean. I mean, unless you want to add Charlie's Angels into that, but we don't need to go there. We can talk about Charlie's Angels, which I think is actually still not too bad. Or we talk about Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser and nope. Elizabeth Hurley, who <laughs> as the devil herself. No. Yes. Nope. No. Um, or we could w- talk about, uh, I have this on my list actually for the worst movie. Are we, are we ready to do that? Oh yeah, of course. You can we can go with this is doing whatever we're doing. All right, all right. Um the worst movie I put on there is Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. Yes, Ooh. I think that's perfect. Can you say his name again? What was that? John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of my uh movies that I had on here that um I did not like was Hollow Man. That's that's actually fair. <laughs> Hollow that. Man and um, Big Mama's House. Yep. I almost put Dude Where's My Car. Fuck that I, I actually did put Dude Where's My Car on there, along with Bedazzled and Coyote Ugly. Uh, <laughs> one of the movies that I do feel should have got uh, a little bit more recognition was The Legend of Bagger Vance. That was good. Uh, mm. With Will Smith and Matt Damon. Okay. Um, I think they actually worked really well together in that movie. And I did get a chance to see that movie in theater. And it was good. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Guys, we we also get to see uh, um, Harrison Ford in a horror movie, What Lies Beneath. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, if you want to go that route, we got Christian Bell in American Psycho. Fuck yeah, yes. dude. We are hitting yes. every title so fast. American Psycho. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. Let's talk about the the crazy serial killer and Jared Leto also. Oh yeah, in, what in Requiem for a Dream? Oh, he was he was a part of that as well. Darren uh. Aronofsky, sir, but he got his start in Pi. But I mean, this definitely launched his career even further. No, I like Titanic might... came out this year, did it? Nope, came out ninety nine. Oh, came out ninety nine. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Hmm, that's strange. I mean, we could talk about Titanic, but 1997. All, yep, they, they had um, a great it had a great song in it, and I think there's also 
a really good movie that came out and had that song as well. Wasn't it just, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That was, ugh. In constant sorrow, oh, through, all his, through his days, I am a man of constant sorrow. I see trouble on my days. I bid farewell to old Kentucky, the place where I was born and raised. The place, the place, the place where he, he was, born, was raised. born and raised. For a long months I've been recording a little show called Gaggle Geeks. Oh, in this world, I'm bound to nerd out with all my friends that helped me out. With, with all, all of his geeks who helped help him, him out. out. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good movie. That was good. Fuck yeah, Oh, dude. yeah, it was, dude. That was crazy. What a great segue, Patrick. <laughs> Am I the only one who did the background? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't reach it because we've restarted this so many fucking times. Oh, yeah, we oh, well. Pat- Patrick, you're very quiet right now, just so you know. How quiet? You, you, uh, sound, you, very, yeah, you sound very faint. You say you do. Should be better now, right? Nope. No. Still not better? I gotta How turn up now? my head. I still kind of sound far away. Well, I'll have to adjust eventually, right? Eventually. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That was actually pretty good. That was oh, good. Brother, yeah. Yeah, oh brother, we're out there. I can't wait to see the playback on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, man. hey, everybody, cheers to that. That was hard. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Cheers to that. Hold on. I got to pull out my 2000 drink. Oh, God. While you do that, let's actually talk about the movies we like. Well, we could, no, we all like it. Oh brother, we're out there. Especially the music. I can't tell you how often I listened to that in the car. And yeah, it was, it was great. How many times this? How many times this week did you listen to that song? We we just talked about it, dude. (laughs) We literally. Does that sound like it was rehearsed? Anybody? Leave a comment down below. Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, mean, we kind of rehearsed it in Facebook Messenger with like these random videos, right? (laughs) Right. Absolutely. True. True. Um, Let's see here. What about uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? I was a big kung fu kind of guy, and I was kind of into that. Was that two thousand? That was 2000, yes. What? Yes, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was a 2000 movie. I still have the VHS sitting inside my cabinet right now. Oh, man. Dude, damn. Hm. Okay, I, I can take that. Oh, and uh, I don't know how young you guys were for this one, but Titan AE. Yeah, fuck that movie. That's actually one of my least favorite movies of 2000. That was actually one of my favorites of two. Was that the Steven Spielberg one? No, that's AI. That's AI. Yeah. That's AI. Okay. No. Can we talk about uh, Memento yeah. in honor of Christopher Nolan and Tenant being released? Not no, here. no, because that's depressing. No. No. Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. Let's talk about Memento because. You by the way, is the audio back? Does it sound normal again? Yes, it, yes, normal it does. Now. Okay, good. good. Thanks. I, I think it's one of the great movies of Christopher Nolan with Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, speaking of Matrix, if you want to talk about that, Guy yeah. Pierce, uh, it's 
it's one of the f- crazy experimental films that that just kind of opened up people's minds, which is what Nolan does. Mm. Yeah, I remember. So we watched this in one of my uh, college courses, and the professor at, in this class was talking about how he saw this at Sundance, and it was like the premiere at Sundance, and he walked out of it along with everybody being like, "What the fuck did we just watch?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh man! Out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> well, you know, it's worth mentioning though. I mean, because I think I, I really Memento is actually. Uh, I think it's a follow-up from the following, which is his first feature film, correct? I was about to say it sounds like his feature, correct. right? So, so it's not his debut. He had a debut in 1998, I think, or 1999, 97, maybe the following. Um, it's black and white, but I think Memento was his follow-up from that, and this is what landed him Insomnia, um, uh, the following mm. year, nice. two years, yeah. But um, no, dude. I mean, this kind of like def- I think Memento definitely like marks his strongest traits. You know, with storytelling structure. Christopher Nolan's for struct- known for structure, you know, like he, he mm. fucks with it. And like, I mean, Dunkirk, he fucks with it. So Tenet looks like he's going to fuck with it. He's going to fuck with us, you guys. <laughs> right. Well, we got an extremely goofy movie, too. Oh, that was a good one. <gasps> Dude. That and let's talk about bad. Snatch, please, with Guy Ritchie, Brad Pitt, uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Oh, Bra- so Dude, good. Brad Pitt talking. Uh, what's that? Uh, the standout role, the thing. I think this is one of the big ones that that got him where he is today. What do they? What do you call it though? Uh, what's his uh, the group that he's with? Mm. You guys Scientology. Are, I have no, no idea. No, what the fuck? No. In the movie, <laughs> uh, the the Romanian. I think the Romanians of some sort. Correct. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, damn, I can't remember what it, the name of it. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, no, no, they have an actual name, but uh, his his Brad Pitt's accent, how fast he talks in that fucking movie, is so great. And Guy Ritchie, this is one of Guy Ritchie's, like I think, one of the stronger films that he's had. Yeah, I absolutely um, agree with that, especially when I, we talked about the the gentleman that he just moved that he just. Premiere. I haven't seen that, that yet. Um, I'm that's on my list. Is it good, Patrick? I've heard it? it's it's pretty uh, meh from what I've meh? heard. Yeah, Damn, dude. Yeah, um, but we could talk it's... about other mess. Like, there's a lot of comedians that really didn't have the good year. Me, myself, yeah. and Irene with Jim Carrey yeah. Yeah, was I one was that did that like him and Adam Sandler both. It's a little misfire, but I honestly did like Little Nicky enough. Like, I, I, like I enjoyed Nicky. it. Guilty pleasure. Oh, I uh, we also have what, what Woman Want with the. Uh, misogynist Mel Gibson. Because <laughs> mm. he knows what women want, apparently. Hey, wait a second. What about Highlander? I haven't seen Highlander. Highlander Endgame. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys were probably too young for Highlander because Highlander... I kind of saw also. You saw Highlander? No, I didn't see Highlander. Okay, I was about to say. Uh, you, got the Rugrats mo- you got the Rugrats movie. Ooh, I saw that hey, one. I like hey, the Rugrats. This, Rugrats this one, in Paris. Th- this one will probably hit with you guys. Um, Our Lips Are Sealed, Mary-Kate and Ashley um, feature film. Not a fan of them. <laughs> not a fan of them. Sorry. They were, my, they were my girlfriends back in the day. Nice. I bet they were. Have we talked about, <laughs> we talked about pretty much every film of this Little year. Vampire, Boy, Chicken Run. We went through this too fast. I don't oh, know how long we've been going now. So maybe it was... Okay, what do you guys Chocolate. have? As best, what do you guys have as your best film? Oh, uh, my best film. Mm. No man, because I pretty much listed it already. 
Hey, as one as one of the best. Which one did you um, put down? Uh, I put down um, Men of Honor and Castaway. Castaway. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Patrick, what'd you put down as your best? You know, I would say for the best, I I think I went with a Castaway or X Men in my opinion, just because of the long lasting effects that it had. It might be dated, but it, it did hit a lot of notes that I don't know. Everybody still kind of follows that guide map, you know. I, Right. So I, I went with Gladiator and Memento. Nice. Mm. And it really like there's it's an embarrassment of riches with a lot of these films. Like Oh Brother Where Art Thou really is an honorable mention for one of the best because oh, yeah, dude. the Coen brothers are just incredible. And this was them at their height heights. Especially John Turturro, man. Where did his career go? <laughs> he still has it. Well he, he, he still up, has he, it, but it's he was in the let's HP. be honest, the Coen brothers might have dropped him after Transformers a little bit. I don't know because he he took on that role in HBO that show the night of uh, he played the the lawyer for the uh, oh. character in that show and sure yeah. sure but I mean in relation to the Coen brothers like I think once Transformers happened his career took a little bit like a kink and then maybe went no. back up a little later and the Jesus movie that he just did was kind of like okay what okay the Coen brothers didn't have anything to do with that though right I know exactly yeah, that's my yeah. point yeah <laughs> what, what Jesus movie. Well, so they did one the, about Big Lebowski's character, the Jesus. Yeah, the guy that looks the oh. bone ball. He's like, hey, la, 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 la. oh, that guy. Okay, great time to put that film out. Eight year old. <laughs> <laughs> save the children. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I dreamed it, of Africa. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrick, no, what, what, are you, what was your favorite it. movie? Oh, I think, yeah, X-Men, you could go Brother Where Art Thou, you could go American Psycho, you could, there's, there's a lot to choose from. I don't, I don't know which one. I think it still lands with X-Men for me, though. Just because, I, I don't know. If I were to talk I, about I just, what my, I think if you were to talk about what my favorite was of my age when I was in 2000s, that's the one. Well, then if you want to talk like that, then yeah, I would have to say the same between that and gone in 60 seconds because I was a car guy. So I still am a car guy, you know. Um, See, I'd, ha- I'd have to go X-Men yeah. then because that's the movie. I, that was the yeah. movie of the year when I was young. So mm. Right. I mean, nice. a lot better than X3. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> so, this was fun. Yes, I it really, was. I, I really liked the 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 2000 thing, you know what I mean? Like that was, that was cool. That, that brought back a lot for me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, childhood and my dog yeah. skip. Fuck that movie, dude. I cried. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, what I did. I, I cried in the fucking theater. Cause we got a, we got a fucking uh, dog that year yeah. and he's my best friend, right? Like we had him till I was like 13, 14, no 17, till I was 17. But, um, yeah, dude, my dog skip. That was hard. Did Airbud come out that year? I cried in Airbud too. I don't know, but <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, we need to know what everyone else thinks because there's going to be so many movie drops in the comments. Please let them all out. You know, let's let's go through the years. We're gonna hit 2001, 2002, 2003. We're going up to 2020, and after that, we're gonna go to the 1900s. And then after that, we're gonna go to the 1800s. And after that, we're just gonna keep going, people. Hey, hold on now. You, I don't know what now. to do in 2020 anymore. And I don't want to talk about the news because it makes me sad. Well, if you want to really talk about going into the 1800s, we might need to talk about Monty Python a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Ooh, we can talk about movies set in those time periods. Here's, here's oh, all I'm saying go. is I'm happy that we're able to 
go back, have a nostalgic trip, all three of us, and and maybe entertain you in some horrible way of being off tune and singing a Coen Brothers song. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this because it's going to be interesting seeing like what the high marks of each year was and like the trends that each year took. So, I mean, like I know when we get in the mid two thousands, we're going to see a lot of pop bands make appearances in movies like Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? And we're going to do better with each episode with this. I, I know we kind of rushed <laughs> through some episodes, some of the films, but I do want to really like make sure that people knew what the year was like, what the feeling was like and why these movies existed during that time. Please Nutty professor get in our goddamn phone booth that still exists back then they still are around and let's travel back in time to 2000 and forward i want to thank my guests for being here jay tell the people where they can find you and what you're working on man uh you can catch me on instagram at jmore021 or on facebook at jmore you'll see a black and white photo of me or and uh currently uh working on episode two uh we might be filming that Probably this weekend, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, a lot of things have changed this week for me. So if not this week, then next week. Uh, and hopefully uh, you guys will see the Gaggle of Geeks cast on my show, which would be great. You know, so Hell yeah. It's working on That'd it. be dope. Chaz over and under Artist Exposed. And you just did your film festival. Well, hosted that film festival. And you had that uh, the, the head person, Michael, on the show. Where can they find hey. you? Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox, all at your boy Chazza. Uh, yeah, Michael Merrill. I did a podcast with him. He has the longest episode. So I don't know if Patrick wants to try and beat that, but it's three fucking hours long, and it's worth it because there's a lot of information involved about how he pulled a film festival together during the oh, pad- yeah, pandemic. Hey, any, I think any completed thing that helps people out, it gives something like fun for them to do. That's why I promoted the hell out of it. It just was a great thing to do. And I'm glad that you were able to go through with that. Yeah, uh, dude. Definitely check us out on Patrick Beatty Reviews because we're getting reviews out now. We've got we? Tesla coming out this week, <laughs> already written and ready to go. No, it's not the David Bowie one. However, it is, shall we say, experimental. Make sure to okay. tune in then. Ooh, ooh experimental what? tesla Ooh, it's it's very interesting what we what i what i thought about this film but let's, let's we will talk about that tomorrow yeah thank you guys yeah. as always for watching and we will see you at the next review I'm getting out of here. Goodbye!